Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by Brian Irwin, uh, former head football coach, two-time state champion of the Lamarck Cougars, also at Flower Mound Marcus, a number of other stops in, uh, along the way in his Texas high school coaching career. Uh, we're here post 49 nothing. Uh, it's the Monday after. Uh, it's the largest win in series history for the Longhorns. Brian, what were your initial thoughts on this butt whipping? I just think we were a very confident, prepared football team. Uh, that It was evident from the start. They didn't appear confident. We did. Um, you know, we, it was a clean game. I mean, we had very few penalties. We executed all three phases of the game. Uh, they were sloppy. We weren't. Uh, we were aggressive. They weren't. We were creative. They weren't. And uh, just complete physical domination. Uh, well, uh, I want to get into this more. We're going to go position by position and talk about it. First, I need to thank our sponsor, Laura Baker. Uh, Laura is a realtor uh, with the Andy Allen team uh, for Keller Williams. Uh, Laura and the Andy Allen team at Keller Williams can handle all of your real estate needs in the Austin area, whether you're moving to Austin, moving within Austin, uh, whatever you may need. Uh, Laura Baker is your person. Not only is she a diehard Longhorn fan, but she's also a longtime Austin real estate expert. All right. Uh, you know, I felt like they were, I felt like it was a complete domination too, Brian. I, I, I've talked with multiple people and former players, former coaches that have been on the sideline for the Longhorns in that game this week. Uh, they all saw it kind of the same way. What were your first takeaways really from the, from the outset? Because the game was, you know, the first quarter really set the tone, I thought, for the rest of the game. What did you see? Yeah, well, you know, we I guess we started a tad slow on offense the first series. They, you know, came out, and I was really interested to see because I have nightmares of, of the way that game unfolded last year with them running football against us, especially the counter. And and once they exposed us last year with the counter run play, everybody else exposed us with the counter from there on out. And um, they tried it. They came out specifically run the counter to their left, our right, which is where they hurt us last year. They had a little bit of success the first two or three times they ran it, but then all of a sudden we started, you know, just blowing that thing up, compressing space, fitting the fitting the gap scheme, and uh, um, just doing a great job of shutting it down. Um, that's obviously coaching year over year and, and personnel improvement, right? Yeah, uh, personnel improvement, uh, fit improvement. You know, the point of attack when 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 that guard comes to kick you out on the counter, you got a couple different ways to play it. And back in the old days, you know, we'd wrong shoulder. You wanted to make the ball spill bounce outside but uh as it, as it further developed on how to defend that play we, we got more into not worrying about spilling it but just train wrecking that guard and compress the space trying to knock him back six inches cut that b gap down six inches if it balances great if it, if it hits inside great but just really compress the space and taking that guard on and being physical not trying to o-lame or or wrong shoulder and making it bounce when you start creating a little bit more space when you really wrong shoulder it and um, you're not as physical as you need to be. Got it. All right. Uh, speaking with Brian Irwin uh, of uh, he is a former high school football coach, two-time state champion at Lamarck. Uh, this is lunch with the coach. It's a weekly episode. We have uh, every Monday uh, after a, a football game. Uh, this is a big win, uh, Brian. Uh, the return of Quinn Ewers certainly uh, was the thing most talked about. I asked you a week ago on this very show, uh, do you go with Quinn Ewers? Do you go with Hudson Card? What do you do? And at that time, you and I were both like, well, it kind of depends on whether or not Quinn Ewers is ready to go. Uh, 
fast forward a week, it looks like he was ready to go. Yeah, he looked healthy. He didn't look like he was in pain. Uh, he looked comfortable in the pocket. Obviously, uh, between the line and the running backs and the tight ends, they kept him just clean. Uh, they kept him clean. I, I don't know that he got hit all day long uh, other than that one run he made and he slid and, and picked up the first down. So um, they did a great job of protecting him, great game plan. You know, we don't want to get him – we don't want to get him hit. We don't want to get him beat up right now, especially when he's trying to recover, uh, when he's probably not 100%. He, you know, and that's the good news. He's probably still not 100%. He, he, I don't think Oklahoma wants to hear that. <laughs> no, no they, they think he's 100%, no, no doubt. <laughs> uh, Brian, uh, one of the things that, uh, you know, it's interesting, to, Hudson Card uh, played admirably in his absence, right? Uh, really improved, I think, over the last three games prior to the OU game. Uh, Steve Sarkeesian even called out and singled out Hudson Card amongst the entire team for his dedication and, and service to the team last mm-hmm. week. Uh, but Quinn Ewers just brings a little something different to the table as a quarterback. Those throws that were kind of layered over the middle, uh, those those throws aren't necessarily there with Quinn Ewers or with Hudson Card, or they're not necessarily thrown as often, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, why is that? And and what what is he seeing it sooner? Is he just a better thrower? What are the what are the the thoughts behind that? And what we see the difference uh, coming out on Saturdays? It's only a kick, a jump, a block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle, a run. It's only for the fans. After all. It's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. I think he sees the field so well. He, I mean, you just watch him in the pocket. He's scanning everything from left to right. And, you know, if it's there on the left side, that's where he's looking initially. That's where he goes. Then it's to the middle. Then it's to the right. And he just has the ability to, to perif the whole field and, 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 you know, see all those reads, see things, you know, develop the progression. Uh, and then it comes down to his efficiency throwing the football. We, this goes back to spring, right, when you, me and you talked. I mean, this the way it comes out, and it's effortless, it's efficient, uh, his feet are up underneath him. You see right there his his left foot. is. I mean, he's not overextended when he throws it. His pocket presence, the way he sees the field, and then his anticipation. His anticipation with throws, like especially the one to Jatavian Sanders down the scene, you know, uh, on paper, that – Jatavian's not open, you know, he's not, he's covered, but he he anticipates that just that next, you know, three to five yards throwing it uh, over the top of the linebacker, you know, over the top of the safety uh, before that other safety has a chance to get over the top of it. So his anticipation throwing football is incredible. Yeah, he he was tremendous on Saturday and really uh, set the tone. Uh, But I think the other, other group that set the tone really were the running backs. Uh, Bijan Robinson, uh, definitely had a good good day, both uh, catching, uh, both running and receiving. He made an unbelievable catch uh, there yeah. in the, the second. On the yeah, on the second in the second quarter on a mm-hmm. third and six when it was only I think at the time fourteen nothing. It wasn't. Yeah. Uh, and then Texas goes down and scores almost immediately after that, and it was like, you know, t- that's when I knew it. That's one of the times I knew it just wasn't going to be OU's day for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but Roshan Johnson uh, came in and, and lifted him again. Uh, with some tough yardage and short yardage situations. Uh, what did you think of the running backs and, and what they did on Saturday? Yeah. Texas did win, Brian, by the way, the rushing 
war in this game. And we talked about that almost yeah. invariably in this game. Whoever runs for more yards yeah. wins the game. Yeah. And going back to that run efficiency thing we talked about, uh, I, I know it was extremely high. But, yeah, Bijan, Roshan, uh, Keelan Robinson, I love the role he's got, you know. Uh, he, he's doing some great things in the run and pass game. So, um, again, I love seeing us when it's third and two, third and four, being able to run the football and run for a first down. You know, a couple times it was third and seven. We ran the football and picked up, you know, nine, ten yards. That By that time, they might have waved the white flag. They they laid down. But uh, still, when you're able to run the football in third and two, third and three, third and four, and move the chains, that's big time. Um we talk about all this. You mentioned Jatavian Sanders. Uh, Jordan Whittington had a nice game. Uh, then Xavier Worthy. I mean, he's just a headache for, yeah. I mean, he basically occupies a safety. Yeah. Essentially. I, it, it really hey, you think about two, he, he dropped a couple passes on the sideline that, you know, killed drives or they almost got an interception at one time. I mean, it could have been, as good as it was, it could have been a lot better. And that's what the coaches are looking at, right? And that's kind of the way my mindset is. You know, a couple of weeks ago, it's not as bad as we think it is. Right now, we got to be careful say, hey, it's not as good as we think it is. We, we, we've got to continue to get better. And that's what the coaches are looking at and say, hey, we left a lot of plays on the field yesterday, on, on uh, Saturday. Um, I, I, I thought about this, and I've been thinking about it, and you mentioned it at the outset. Uh, it's nice uh, how good – when yours look, it's nice uh, that the the passing game and the running game look so good. None of that occurs without the offensive line. What did you think of of those five, uh, along with Andre Carich, who came in uh, and played some tight end uh, in oh, a blocking yeah. role? Uh, what did you think of that uh, on Saturday? They looked for the first time together. It looked like they were working in unison. They're gelling. They're they're setting their pads. We talked about this a lot in the spring. It just takes a while for those offensive linemen to, to what we call set their pads create the timing that it takes. Um, you know, it's it's one of those deals you can hear a good play in practice. And if it wasn't so loud and the announcers never when I was watching the game, it was almost like I could hear a good play. The way those guys were working together, uh, they just looked like they were in unison and, and uh, the running game's really starting to come together. Um, Brian, uh, speaking with Brian Irwin, uh, former head football coach at Lamar Cougars, two-time state champ, uh, also other – Many stops in between, uh, graduated from UT, was a student assistant, uh, went on to be a graduate assistant as well. Uh, Brian, uh, you, you talk about this offense. They scored 49, missed a field goal, and didn't really press go in the fourth quarter. Correct. Yeah. Um, you know, big time. I, I, the first half, uh, we played so well. I mean, after that first series, it was like a machine. Um there was a one other series where we had a chance uh, to go up 28. And I think we went three and out after we got in a stop. They'd gone for it on fourth down. And, and we went three and out as well. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we executed so well. What we're doing with the, with the motion game, um, the shifts, the motions, uh, running the ball, throwing the ball out of it, whether it's quick game, whether it's bootleg stuff, whether it's drop back, throwing the intermediate passes. And, hey, you think about it, too. We didn't hit. A deep shot yesterday, um, not not a deep deep shot. You know, one over the top. Uh, a lot of it was just intermediate stuff. Which now that we prove we can do that, um, the deep stuff's coming. Yeah, I think it's gonna be interesting. 
Um, what did, did you think Sark's game plan uh, hit the right note on offense? No doubt. No doubt. It set Quinn up for some success early, some easy throws. Um, you know, that play in the flat where uh, we had JT Sanders early on and he runs down the sideline and, and uh, Worthy, uh, Whittington's out front of him blocking. It's, it's so neat. I think it was Ian that did the special on it this last week, breaking that play down. And how many, how many different ways we're running the same play? You know, one week we're in a three-back set. The next week we're motioning to a three-back set. Yesterday we jet motioned across. It's the same play. And the guys end up in the same place. But, but Sark is just dressing it up with the defense. They think they've got to they get a tendency on us on how to stop that play, but they can't because he's, he's giving them a different look and presentation every single time. Uh, Sark mentioned that exact fact in post-game. He said that these guys now are in a year in the system, and he knows those guys can actually run the system and not yeah. get confused. He said, we're putting a lot on their plate, and they're answering the bell. Yeah. Um, and so that that that's interesting that you as a coach picked up on that because I heard that in post game and I was like, uh, you know, that's that is interesting because Jatavian Sanders a year ago, he wouldn't have been able to do all of that. And his no. mind just wouldn't have been there. Not not only physically was he not ready, but mentally, maybe not either. Uh, yeah. And, and so it's, that's, that's interesting. slows you down. You know, if you're thinking about things and having to process things, it slows you down. And now the system's in place. He can throw a wrinkle or two or three and create a different presentation for the same exact play. So the, the beautiful part about it is for, for the quarterback, it's the same play. It's just presented differently to the defense. They can't get a beat on it. All right. Um, talking about the defense, I want to switch over to the defense. 49 to nothing, uh, Brian. Uh, they obviously have issues at quarterback without Dylan Gabriel. Uh, so, you know, my first question to you is not necessarily the level of effort. I felt like they played – with that level of effort that you need in this rivalry. Mm -hmm. so I, I do feel like they came with that. Um, but zero points, first time since 1965, the Longhorns have shut out uh, the Sooners. 300 and something games, I think, mm -hmm. since they've been shut out or whatever it is. Uh, you know, what do you what even come to think of that or, or make of it? Is it? Was this just a team with a clipped wing at quarterback, basically? Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death in a beautifully illustrated world set in the roaring 20s. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device or play on PC through Facebook games. Yeah, I, it's hard to even put a finger on it, honestly. I mean, it's it's hard to describe they, how inept they were. And you wouldn't think one guy would make you that inept at this level. I mean, that's that's Oklahoma, you know. we Texas and what we did with, with Hudson, you know, you know what the Cowboys are doing with Cooper Rush. It, it, when you're a solid program and you got things under control, you, you plug a guy in and you're not going to play at the same level, but you're dang sure you're going to compete with everybody you play. And they didn't compete yesterday or on Saturday. They just didn't compete. And uh, our guys shut them down, shut them down early. And, you know, they ran that fake field goal. And, and we knew then they didn't believe they could win the game. And then they get it down even closer. And the play Tavondre Sweat made, you know, stopping on that fourth down 
uh, incredible play. Defensive line dominated and uh, shut down, you know, everything they had inside. So, uh, yeah, it's hard. It's hard to explain. It's hard to know. We're not. We're not there. We're not in Norman. We're not in that coach's office. We're not in that locker room. But based on what we saw, it, things aren't good. Um, you mentioned the defensive line. Uh, Rod Babers in his post-game show uh, with me said that's who he gave the game ball to. Uh, yeah. He he felt like they they literally owned OU even after OU went uh, to the uh, Wildcat, Wildcat. Um, and we're we're having some success, right? Yeah. yeah. When it got into the red zone, they anchored down and still stopped them. Uh, yeah. It took a trick play, for instance, um, and they they got them to where you know. They had to think they had to do a pop pass. Right. Uh, and I, I feel like this defense is showing that it has some resiliency, in part, yeah. in large part, because they're at times controlling the line of scrimmage with the defensive line. Do you do you get that sense as well? Yeah. The physicality is what I'm, I'm seeing. You know, we're, we're the defense, and it starts up front, but the defensive line doing a great job of, of compressing the space stopping the inside run game, you know, and then they start going to the wildcat stuff, had a little success. And then the more we compress the space, the less room there is in there. And, um, yeah, I mean, that's where it starts. But the overall physicality from the safeties to the corners to, to the linebackers, we are hitting and we are tackling. We're not missing tackles. The, the yards after contact, uh, they're, they're diminishing. It seems like, you know, week after week after week, you know, early in the season, we, we, they were against the yards after contact. Now we're coming with it, and we 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 we're physical, and and we're getting after. It. Yeah, uh, you mentioned those uh, defensive linemen. Uh, a lot of a lot of different faces. Uh, the Horns are going two and three deep there uh, on the defensive line. Uh, and uh, Tavondre Sweat, I thought, had a great line, a great game. Two tackles for loss. Uh, Keandre Coburn continues yep. to show up and have a tremendous senior season. Uh, you know, you, you, Byron Murphy with a sack as well. Uh, those yeah. guys really, really played well. Jalen Ford again with uh, Jaron Thompson uh, tied for the lead uh, for the team lead and tackles along. Uh, right next to him is another linebacker, Demarvin Overshone. Let's talk yeah. about the second part of that, or the the back side of the defense, the linebackers and defensive backs. They just weren't tested much, right? No. Um, no. Um, Thirty-nine yards passing. Have you ever heard? Of 39 uh, yards passing in a D1 game? No, that's un unheard of. You're right. We, we didn't get tested. Uh, there was no threat out there other than some quick, you know, flat throws or, or RPO-type things uh, early in the game. Uh, so there was no test yesterday. It was about stopping the run and being physical. Hey, and the beautiful thing, we talked last week, you know, the turnovers, we hadn't been getting them. We hadn't been getting them. But I, I'm like, Bobby, it's going to come. The way we're, we're running to the football, the way we're hitting – it's gonna come. The worm's gonna turn. And yesterday we get two turnovers in, you know, the big rivalry game. And so now that just sets the tone, hopefully, for the next game. Yep. Look at that. Seven for nine for 17 for 39 yards, two interceptions. I mean, I've never, I don't know that I've ever seen a negative 50 quarterback rating before. That's um, unbelievable. And the highest rating, the highest rated passer was the, Field goal, the place kicker holder. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good throw. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, we can laugh about it now, but I don't. I don't know that you were laughing at the time when it happened. You're like, why no. game isn't going on the inside? Um, you know, we we look at this Texas, uh, and now 
going into uh, Iowa State games at 11, uh, Brian, on Saturday in DKR. Um, Iowa State's been very good on defense. They've been very difficult for Texas under mm-hmm. Matt Campbell uh, yeah. in general. Uh, the Iowa State team or players have talked about their five-star culture compared to five-star players. Yes. Okay. I believe that the culture at Texas is changing. Okay. Yeah. I know yes. you think you think it is a little bit too. Mm-hmm. Is this one of those games where you you put your stamp on it, possibly for the Longhorns, or you know you, you can't overlook what you're really trying to do, which is to beat Iowa State. I mean, where where, where do you come out on this? From a coach's perspective, um, it's get ready for practice. You know, today and, and, and let's roll. Let's prepare. Let's prepare the same way we did last week. Um, Let's, let's continue to play our brand of football, grow our culture. All the talk that's happened in the past, is it's talk. It means nothing. Right now, there's one game left of the season, and that's Iowa State. Let's get prepared to play it one day at a time. Uh, let's layer this thing from the, from the ground, from our feet up, and uh, be ready to play on Saturday. Um, you know, talk of conference championship, talk of this, talk of it's no. It's, we have one game. And let's get prepared. Let's play Iowa State. Let's don't put the cart before the horse. Uh, it's a long season. Anything can happen. Uh, let's just keep building on what we're doing. Let's get ready for Iowa State. This is the most important game in the history of the program is Iowa State. Yeah, I, I feel like uh, the Longhorns are on the cusp of something here. They're at four and two. This feels a lot different than last year. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot, lot different in my opinion. Uh, the Longhorns have a what could be an off – I mean, they – we could be looking at an offensive juggernaut, and I'm not. Yeah. With with Quinn that quarterback, if he can stay healthy, I mean they've got maybe the league's best uh, running back, maybe the league's best tight end, maybe the league's best wide receiver, or maybe the league's best wide receiver duo. I mean. Yeah. A, a, an offensive line that's starting to come together, and a defense, a defense right now, Brian, that is also coming together. Um, you know, I, I feel like. The Longhorns right now are on the precipice of something. We we talked about their trajectory. Um, do you feel like this is a team that that is getting that has that chance to really get over the hump? Yes, yes, we're 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 getting better. We talk about this also every week. You know, get better, get better one week at a time. Let's 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 stay the course. Believe in what's going on, and I mean, we can see the product. We can see the play calling, the schemes, things like that. Defensively, you know, there obviously there's been some people disagree with certain things defensively, but still we're not giving up big plays. We're not giving up explosives. And that's one of the key aspects to winning football is do not give up runs over 12, passes over 16. And when you, when you do that, you're going to win a lot of football games. Now we start winning the turnover ratio and we don't give up explosives and you're physical on defense, you got a chance to be a great defense. So I see the trajectory is going where we want to see it. The culture is fantastic. And... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're heading the right direction. No yeah, I, I get that. I want to. I want to ask you one more question before I do. I got to think. We got to thank our sponsor one more time. Uh, we thank you, Laura Baker, realtor for the Andy Allen uh, team at Keller Williams. She can be reached at Laura at AndyAllenTeam.com or 512-784-0505. If you're looking to move uh, either to Austin or within Austin, uh, Laura Baker and the Andy Allen team are the folks for you. Um, Brian, uh, overall, uh, I think we're both, we've been around for a long time, seen a lot of Texas OU games. Uh, biggest whitewashing in series history for the Longhorns. Um, mm-hmm. You know, Try to put in words what you think that means uh, to the program. You and I have both seen Texas get beat like that, even under Mac Brown a couple yeah. times. Uh, from a mentality standpoint, from a, a, a guy that's been that's walked down the tunnel with the team, uh, yeah. what does that all really mean? You know, first of all, like from an individual standpoint, the Jordan Whittingtons, the Roshan Johnsons, they deserve this. They've been through a lot. Uh, they've given themselves to this program. Uh, we're reaping the benefits of the, what those guys have been through over the last three or four years. You know, Jordan Wayne making that catch he made yesterday, you know, on, the, on our right-hand side. Roshan Johnson running like a beast. Those guys just sticking through everything they went through to get to this point. Now they finally get an opportunity to take the golden hat home. Uh, that, that's and then, and then what that does for the locker room when our older guys now have that great feeling of hey, you know, this we got we got a chance to do something really, really special. Combine that with their leadership ability, combine that with the young talent. And now that young talent is seeing what they need to see to really be great over the next two, three, four years. Got it. All right. That's Brian Irwin uh, with Inside Texas and uh on Texas football. Uh, that's been this episode of Lunch with the Coach for every every uh Tuesday or every Monday. Uh, Brian and I talk uh, with you guys and talk about the previous week's game. Uh, both Joe and uh, Joe Cook and Trey Elling will be on later today uh, talking about the immediate reaction from Steve Sarkeesian's uh, press conference. For Brian Irwin, I'm Bobby Burton, and that's been On Texas Football.